Thanks, Tony. Yesterday was Independence Day in America, a day for celebrating for fireworks and feasts. I have clear memories from when I lived in the States as a child of being on the mall and watching the fireworks as they flashed in the sky, making an amazing display. And my sister, missing it all as she hid under a blanket, scared by the loud bangs. Today, however, I want to think about our interdependence rather than our independence, on how we rely on and need each other. But I'm going to begin where our gospel passage does, with rejection. Have you ever experienced rejection? Perhaps you were turned down for a job that you really wanted, or maybe you were treated cruelly by children at school who refused to let you join in. I'm sure that we have all been rejected at some time or other in our lives. I know that I have been. And how do we respond to that rejection? What is our reaction? More often than not, we become defensive. We close down and turn away from those who are rejecting us. And that's a perfectly understandable response. We're protecting ourselves from hurt and pain. And our gospel passage today begins with a description of how both Jesus and John the Baptist have been rejected. John for his simple living, his refusal of worldly things. And Jesus for his down-to-earth life, his eating and drinking with people and the wrong sort of people at that. It's a classic, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't situation. And so faced with this rejection, what is Jesus's response? Well, unlike us, he doesn't turn away or close down, but rather he turns towards us and offers us teaching and shows us how we can have a relationship with God the Father. In the face of rejection and derision, Jesus once again turns our expectations upside down and opens his heart and his life to us. And he offers us an invitation. And what's this invitation to? Well, firstly, it's an invitation for the weary, for them to come to him and receive rest. I suspect that many of us are feeling pretty weary at the moment. Weary from being in frontline roles where the need to care and provide and support has been relentless. Weary from the lack of change, the lack of company and the physical presence of others. Weary from anxiety or fear or grief or pain. Weary from being treated as less than others, from battling racism and injustice. If you are weary, Jesus says, come to me, come and rest, lay down your burdens, for they are heavy. Lay down your resentment and anger, your fear and shame and guilt, your pain and your anxiety. Lay them down and take my yoke upon you. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, says Jesus. 
I have to say that yoke isn't a word that I use in my everyday life. And for those of you who, like me, aren't farmers, a yoke is a wooden bar that's fitted across the neck of two animals and they're then attached to a plough or a cart. And in Jesus's time, this phrase was used in a particular way. At that time, there were many rabbis, religious teachers, who would have followers or disciples. And these disciples would follow their rabbi and seek to be like them, to do what their rabbi did. And they would follow their rabbi's interpretations of scripture. And this was described at the time as taking on the yoke of their rabbi. And so when Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, those listening to him would have understood that this meant to follow Jesus as their rabbi, to seek to be like him, to do what he does and to understand God as he does. This is a call to be a disciple. And this invitation of Jesus to take his yoke upon us and to learn from him is also an invitation to be in relationship. We are called to have relationship with God the Father as Jesus does, to rely on God at all times and in all places. And this doesn't mean that we won't go through any difficulties in life, but it does mean that we don't go through them alone. In taking on Jesus's yoke, we understand scripture through him. We seek to know the Father as Jesus knows the Father. In May, in our sermons, we spent a few weeks looking at Matthew chapter 5, a part of the Sermon on the Mount. And there are echoes of that here. When Jesus describes himself as gentle, he's using the same word as he uses in the Beatitudes, when he talks about being meek. This is another call to be beatitude people, to seek to be like Jesus and to live with God's topsy-turvy kingdom values, where the last are first and the first are last, where justice and mercy and peace and inclusion reign. This way of seeing the world is one aspect of what we take up when we put on Jesus's yoke. And alongside this call to be in relationship with God, there is a call to live in relationship with each other, to know our place as a part of the body of Christ. Most jokes require two animals working together. We need each other. At the moment, we mostly haven't been able to get together physically, but we're still connected to one another. I've heard several times in the last few months the phrase, the church isn't closed, just our buildings, where people are making the point that the church is the people, not the physical structures. We are yoked together as followers of Jesus, whether or not we are meeting with each other. We heard in that reading from Corinthians, this phrase, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. There are many parts, but one body. 
You belong to the body. You have a place and are needed. We do not function as well without you. We are a only able to function well when all are included and valued and enabled to participate. The imagery of the body of Christ, though, is more than describing that we all have a different function to fulfil. It's about how we relate to one another and how we are diminished without the presence of the other. It is hard. It requires an acceptance of difference. But more than acceptance, it requires love for the other and a knowledge that without those who are different to us, we cannot bring to bear Christ fully in the world. It's a bringing together of unity in our diversity through Christ. This last week, as we heard earlier, we had the Conference of the Methodist Church in Britain, the governing body of the church that meets annually to discuss matters that affect the church and our nation and the world. And the conference is one expression of what we call in Methodism, connectionalism, our understanding of what it means to be church. We describe ourselves as a connectional church. We are connected to one another and we need each other. There is an interdependence and a mutuality to our belonging to one another. I cannot do without you and you cannot do without me. This Independence Weekend, God reminds us that we are all dependent, dependent on God and on others. That in Jesus, we are offered a relationship with God. That means that our burdens become light because we lay them down at Jesus's feet. And as we take up Jesus's yoke, we do not carry anything on our own. Discipleship is not a solitary endeavour. So today, know that if you are weary, Jesus invites you to lay down your burdens and receive rest. And as we take on Jesus's yoke, we are called into relationship with God and with others, called to live out kingdom values, values that turn our expectations upside down, so that in the face of rejection, our response is compassion and an outstretched hand. In living as part of the body of Christ, we can know that we belong we have a place and that in our diversity, we are united through Christ to show God's love in the world. Amen. Amen.